love the things you do, babe. The way you move, the way you call my name when we're. <laughs> When we're making love, you best believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, once again, it's the big guy with the little show. The big guy with the little show. It is live and loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is, and we have a super special guest, a super special guest. She's a DJ. Uh, uh, she's an, I'm going to say she's an entrepreneur, a world traveler. She's a model. She's doing all kinds of things. She's an unbelievable individual. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to work on this name, right? I want to make sure I have it properly. Alexandrova. Good job. Right on. Good job. Hello, Alexandrova. I practice it a little bit. I practice it a little bit. I just wanted to make sure it was good. But thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate you. And thanks um, for having me. And 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 the thing is, is that you are you are a techno DJ. You're a techno artist. And and I just want to let you know that. See, on my show, there's no genre snobbing. I don't believe in that. I love all genres. I know that's my thing. Genre snobbing is my term, and I'm I'm going to roll with it. I don't believe in any of that. I I, I love all music. And uh, we're going to get people to love more music. More people need to love more music. They need more culture in their lives. So that's what we're doing. That's my mission. That's my mission. <laughs> so I always like to ask my first question to every guest. First two questions, really, is uh, where were you born? Where are you from? Yeah, first off, I really correlate with what you said about all music. Uh, I'm also not a genre snob or anything. Right. It's just I chose to have a niche in uh, as being a techno artist. Uh, but originally, I started as a classical pianist. Mm -hmm. So anyway, where I'm from? <laughs> I was born in Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Grew up yeah. in Russia mm -hmm. and then moved to France and then came to the States. And now the United States is my home. Awesome. So Bulgaria, huh? Yeah, yeah. My parents still live in Bulgaria. They have their mansion, and my brother is there. My whole family is there, and um, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm just wondering, have we did we tour in Bulgaria? I was just wondering. I, I can't remember. We've been in a few places when I was with Stuck Mojo. It's all love, those. So, what is the great thing about Bulgaria? Being from there, what, what's what's great about that? Well, lots of things. Where do I begin? I, I, I want you to speak <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's a good place when it comes to vacationing, you know, because the party is not on all the time, and really? it's really good for tourists as well. As uh, there's mountains and ocean, well, not ocean, but the sea, Black Sea, mm -hmm. and the resorts are off the charts, really good, high quality resorts. And as I mentioned before, the parties are really, really on point, and uh, music. <laughs> is amazing the people were amazing i mean you know the people that are partying right. <laughs> not the older people because uh, I, I can see i can see how the uh the older people have uh, really uh, a little bit of a communistic anti-communistic problems political things that we don't really care about mm -hmm. right now but it's in the past uh, as you know, bulgaria used to be a communist country right. so ingrained into them um you know when it comes to speaking politics so i generally don't involve it about 
any kind of political views or any of that that's it's, it's just pointless you know it just brings your vibration down and it's not yeah. worth it i would rather prefer to talk about music and art and supporting and bringing each other up as artists you know indeed indeed that's great energy that's the energy you gotta have i, I love it yeah I, I, I love it great, too great answer so so you've been in russia you've been in france and I, I, we, we did a, 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 when I was with Stuck Mojo, we did a show in Russia, which was unbelievable. I know they're going through things right now with Ukraine, but we had a great time in Russia. It was, it was unbelievable. But so, and, and even in France, I enjoyed that. So you, you traveled around, you've been, you've been to a few places. Oh yeah. Well, those are just the places I, I lived uh, longer term, but mm -hmm. I, I've been shit ton of countries all over the place. I love traveling and yeah. uh, one of my very favorite places actually is Greece, um, mm. an island called Santorini, mm -hmm. which is so, so unbelievably beautiful, <laughs> you know, and since it's a, like a volcanic formation, so everything is like sloped. Mm -hmm. uh, so each house has a waterfront view. Right, <laughs> and right. um, what really got me there was really interesting that the streets are designed for actually for donkeys with, uh, that are pulling a, like a... Like a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 they're smaller. So you barely can fit two cars in the two different directions. So you have to like pull over so the other car goes in the opposite direction, type of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I asked the local why your streets are so small. And she's like, Well, because we made the streets for donkeys, and then the car came and we didn't have the capacity to expand the streets because there's houses all surrounding the street if right. that makes sense right no. yeah. a really cool place yeah i played in the, their biggest club and uh yeah i would like to go back there as soon as possible i uh, want to also get a house there you know and just kind of spend a few months oh so, you'd, lo so you'd love to live in greece then um or on the not island full time, not full time because uh -huh. like so much going on in la and mm -hmm. it, like the surrounding areas here that right. just uh, i recently got into the festival scene last year last summer actually mm -hmm. and i'm uh, making big moves and very happy with my progress and all my friends and entourage that i have it's just uh, my life is so phenomenal and fantastic i just like love being me wake up and be like <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, Listen, I, I love your energy. That's Thank beautiful. You. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're an amazing techno artist and obvious, obviously have a passion for the genre. So I'd like to talk to you more about your piano skills. How long have you been playing piano? You said it already, yeah. but I knew it was one of my yeah. questions. Uh, yeah, I've been playing all my life, uh, and uh, then I started teaching at a very young age to support myself as I moved out of my parents' house when I was 13, uh, as I didn't want them to tell me what to do, and they pretty much didn't allow me to like go out anywhere. They're very conservative. My dad mm -hmm. is like ex-military guy. He was third in Bulgarian army, and he's retired now, but they wouldn't allow me to go out or whatever, and all I wanted to do is just go to raves. Uh, so I would r run off of home at a very, very young age, like uh, unbelievably young, yeah. the United States uh, standards, you know. And I would go to like love parade in Germany. And uh, that's when I first got exposed to techno and trance, electronic music in general, but mostly techno and trance as EDM wasn't really uh, a thing back then. Right. So um, I, I just like love the 
energy that uh, that was created uh, all surrounding the place, not just you know the artists that were performing, but everyone who was uh, in the circles, you know. And at the time, I was a concert pianist, so I would go and play classical concerts, and people would sit, and then they would be like, "You're so talented and virtuosic and whatever the nine yards." But then in half an hour, they start yawning. So I kept thinking, you know, I want people to be engaged. Part of the energy of what I put to the table, them to be engaged versus them just like sitting and like oh, yawning and like, oh, yeah, you're so good or whatever. Right. So, so anyway, that was kind of on the back of my head for a long time. Uh, and I started composing also a very young age before I even was able to read and write like mm. actual letters. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just messing around because my parents were making me practice the piano for eight hours every single day. So I would just sit and mess around and do come up with my own stuff. And I didn't know that was like actually a legit thing. Composing, I was just like passing time. (laughs) Instead of practicing my assignments, what my (laughs) teachers were supposed to, uh, were telling me that I was supposed to be doing, I was uh, just doing my own thing. And my parents don't have musical background, so they didn't, didn't know what I was doing, right. that I was just around. And then they, they kept, like, getting me uh, in tr- trouble and punish me for, uh, like, why are your teachers saying you didn't do this or that? You're practicing eight hours a day. What's going on? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did know. And then mm-hmm. later on, uh, actually, when I came to the States, I realized that I have all these compositions that, like, I just play around, but like I never, never released anything, never did anything. And I was like, wait a second, I am actually having good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started learning music production and, um, you know, just recording myself and things like that. And like a lot of, a lot of stuff, really more experimenting and having fun than anything else. But I, I had a goal. I wanted to put my art out somehow i didn't know how or whatever and so anyway i started producing and reached out to several friends that i have that are pretty decent djs uh i i don't want to mention names but but pretty decent djs you know you pretty good you following. no problem yeah pretty good following and all that i don't like to mention names if they're not in the room um, not okay. that I have anything good or bad to say per se, mm-hmm. but it's just like a thing. I didn't ask them, hey, do I have permission to throw in your name out there? I got you. Anyway, so, so I get back as a result. Oh, no, uh, that will not work with dance music, with electronic dance music, because like it's too complicated, too many notes, too classical, too this, too that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, like, can we try something? No, no, none of them like really believed that that could actually work. So I'm like, oh, well, then I need to um, up my game when it comes to production. Uh, so I, then I went to Berkeley. I was studying music production there. And uh, I started producing. And, you know, my first album, I actually had to rebrand after that because it was that terrible. I mean, like terrible looking at it from now. But like, I'm grateful to have it because it was a great learning experience uh, from recording to producing to mixing and mastering everything. I learned so so much so anyway um yeah started uh, kind of making my own music and then uh adding some piano like live piano into it and i never thought it was good enough until years later 
when actually I got on stage with throwing in one, oh my God, I got goosebumps thinking about it. Sure. <laughs> uh, when I threw in one of my piano songs, I had a keyboard there uh, and I had a bunch of control services while DJing. And they were all like connected with each other with like different beats and loops and things like that. And then I had a keyboard with just like simple piano sound. Mm-hmm. And like, wow. I got such a good response from the dance floor and everyone that was they were, they were in the building that like I decided that this is something I need to pursue. And the whole thing before that that has stopped me. Uh, I really really love that now. You know, it just lifts me up so much. But back to the the things where I just kind of went ahead of myself a little bit because uh, you know how I told you that these DJs that like kind of turned their back and they yeah. said oh yeah. music is complicated and blah 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 uh, then i i needed to up my game with production but i also needed to learn how to dj because like if they're not gonna dj my stuff i have to learn how to do it so right. I DJ my stuff. Right. yeah and then i started learning first by myself and it was super boring because like when you don't have a direction it's just like and and then you play instruments you're a musician and you come to djing it's like really boring and Mm. because you don't know what you're doing you need a system to learn the little tricks and things so i attended uh uh dj program at Mm -hmm. um uh, MI, which is Musicians Institute in Hollywood here, like a couple blocks away from where I live. And oh my goodness, I learned every single control surfaces that you can DJ at. I, I first learned on turntables and bought my first two turntables right here. Uh, they're t- yeah. First they're the- uh, yeah, I bought my first two turntables and awesome. I started really listening to the beat and doing um, hip hop mixing with lots of like scratching and things like that. And then uh, that got old. So I got more control surfaces. So I got like other equipment, like a shit ton of equipment. Right. And I was also uh, studying uh on their equipment what they had like and they had everything so right now you put me anywhere i can dj on anything like you know absolutely software or hardware there's no issue whatsoever i like go and do it and so that gave me a really really big a lot of kind of big jump start with Mm -hmm. uh realizing that I can do this myself and I don't need to be uh, reaching out to people and give them the pitch of how this is going to work. No, no, no. I do my thing and then they will come to me if they want to, you know? So that's really kind of like my life right now, you know, it's combining different uh, control surfaces Mm -hmm. and keyboards and vocals. Sometimes not too much vocals. I'm not so much into having too many lyrics in my music because, uh, I grew up thinking that lyrics actually distract you from the music, how you feel, because they impose certain opinion. And, you know, for everyone is different, but like, as I said, I'm not like a genre snob or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just that's not my thing per se to impose the lyrics. And there's great artists with tons of lyrics that <laughs> I admire very much. I'll give you an example. <laughs> but not my thing. I I like to make you feel a certain way versus telling you how you should feel. Right. Um, that's my take on it. Yeah. See, when you when you went into you answered it all beautifully because I was going to ask you about what sparked the idea to incorporate the piano, but you did already. So that's all love. But yeah. See, I'm a writer, so I'm a li- you know. So when I've done some of my house music stuff, some of my techno EDM stuff, uh, 
people would always some of the people would say like there's too many lyrics in there but i'm a lyric I'm a, I'm a lyricist so i'm like i write and so i have to have lyrics in there but you know just like you say i've just learned i started just doing my own little thing and uh handling my thing so i i do like rap metal music also so yeah um that that's my thing but when you said the thing about lyrics or whatever like that i feel you because i, I i'm a lyricist so I, I put lyrics in my stuff now i've learned to kind of you know, compress it a little bit more. But it is all about the feel. And uh, my brother is a DJ. He's been a DJ forever. And he is on the turntables. As as you say, it, any way that you can do it, he can do it. He's so good at it. And uh, so, I, you know, I tried to bring him in when I was doing my, my EDM stuff. I was like, come on over here, man. Help, help me do some of this. But he's so busy. But anyway, it's, it's all love. That was a great segment. I love that. That's great. Getting to know you truly, truly better. You, you're so accomplished. And um, I think this is something that people need to know that it's just not a lot of people just coming in and and uh, making music or, or just grabbing a computer. You're super accomplished. You, you've been to school for music. You've done a lot of those things. That's yeah. a great thing for people to know. That's that's going to be very, very important. So let me ask you this. Was, what it is what is it about techno music that screens your name? It's very intelligent. Like it's mm. super music as uh it it has evolving nuances that like the way you feel it, it it's not in your face it's very strategic like even the way you mix it you know mm -hmm. it's pretty strategic type of mixing as uh, it's evolving constantly evolving but yet not too much in your face to wear like oh and drop of course or, yeah there are things like that but uh, majority is to where you feel it in certain way it takes certain intelligence of listening to it it's very much like classical music which is like people are like whoa wait a second mm -hmm. yes yes so much to where there is a lot of different layering of different structures working at the same time different harmonies and melodies and they are all together in combination. And some, some techno tracks have a hundred a hundred elements in them. Wow. You know, that is. I mean, like the regular hip hop song would have probably 20 to 40 tracks, you know, and you know, like you know, you have uh, the the main vocals, then you have the backup, then you have drums, wow. different. And it's just uh, with, with techno, there's so much percussion. And it's just like the way I was fed up when I was a child, you know, with it. It it's just brings me so much joy that back in, the, uh, bring it back to the moment where like, you know, I was going to DJ school and all that. I was uh, doing different uh, surfaces, learning different genres. And like, we, we actually didn't just like learn the surfaces. We were learning genres and the history of music from all nine years, the history of recording music, actually right. not but the recorded music because we didn't go into like classical era and all that i did go to that in my previous schooling before that when i was uh, studying classical piano and pedagogy so that's that's really bridged it nicely to where uh, when i was djing a couple years ago even um i would i would do I would do hip hop. I would do EDM and trap and bass music and lots of dubstep. Mm -hmm. I love Alice Wonderland. I love Dylan Francis, my very dear Dylan Francis. And you know, the thing <laughs> that at some point I really, really start getting into oopsie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gonna baby. take your shine. You know, animals will take your shine. <laughs> oh, he is. 
Holly wanting uh, to steal the interview, rather. Uh, no, no, it, it just Hollywood. That's all. <laughs> ah, stop right now. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I started collecting a lot of new techno tracks, and then the energy I felt while I was mixing it was so unbelievable compared to the other genres when I was mixing. So I was like, this is it. This is my true love. I need to stick with it. And then I decided to start branding myself as an artist mixing techno as, you know, like uh, if people want to book me, I, I don't per se like, I'm not like the Walmart type of DJ. Oh, you're going to, you're going to DJ, uh, whatever at my birthday party no first of all i don't really do birthday parties but second you can't tell me because you're booking me as an artist and not as a like a thing on the wall that you would tell you you would tell it hey like a jukebox or something i mean it's a lot cheaper to use spotify than me so (laughs) so in this case i just decided to brand myself as a techno artist because i also have really 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 high goals and don't want to be like just mediocre and for you to get there, you want to kind of have this little brand going on that you expand upon and sit very strongly with both of your feet on the ground on that one niche, which for me is tough. Yes, I do add control surfaces, but it's all part of it. It's like in the genre, you know? Got you, got you. So, yeah, I was going to ask you, what other genres have you incorporated in your music? You love everything. So what other genres have you incorporated into the techno? Uh, yeah. So first of all, of course, classical, like mm-hmm. lots of my productions, especially uh, until the last year. And then this year I started moving a lot more into just stay on point with techno, but like it was a lot of electronic music in different genres with classical piano in it. So I'll get like a classical song, let's say release or Moonlight Sonata. And if you're not familiar, I can play a little bit for you here. But anyway, so I would do that and I will record myself and then I'll chop it up and then process the crap out of it with different plugins and then uh, put it into a dance track. And so like I have trap, dubstep, house, obviously, uh, Mm -hmm. all kinds of house, progressive, melodic. And um, and then um, my last few are um, a combination between DMB and um, techno. So it's all over the place. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of my past productions are based on, uh, like rap, lots of rap, but instead of the rapping part, I would add in a classical song piano on top of it. So, so now looking back, it's like what, what you said about you're a lyricist, you know, that's really cool because you could figure out a breakdown section where you can like really rip out a bunch of lyrics Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. still keep the instrumentals later and before, and uh, that that would work really well with your thing where people tell you you have too much lyrics. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm all about that because I have too many notes, they said. But, <laughs> you know, you you could figure it out. You can definitely figure it out. And when you do, you're going to be a pioneer right. because everybody else is doing what they tell you. You, you don't fit certain right. or criteria or whatever. Mm-hmm. So go for it, man. Look at you. Look at you. Over here inspiring me and stuff like that. That's great. Yeah, that's my purpose in life to bring well, joy and inspire people, you know? You have a great vibe. I, I listen, I feel your energy across this computer. That's what's going on. That's that's dope. That's, that's definitely dope. So now 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 you got me going into something else right now. So you said you have the ability to play something for me right now? 
You you said it. That's what I'm asking. You yeah. said it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm I'm in my studio. Uh, I was just like looking around to see uh, like. Do you do you want to get like behind the scenes of a little bit what I'm producing of right course, now? Of course, course. Do what you uh, do. Or yeah. like because I said that I could play some for you. I I meant into like some classical song on the piano that I turn into actual uh, electronic music, which is going to be different because like my piano is in the other room and oh. I have a concert grand here. But I also have my um, song that I'm working on currently. Like I'm so excited. Nobody has heard it yet. It's Do a collab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one is a collab with a friend of mine. Um, we recently became friends, actually. But yeah, it's it's really cool. And this is like really rough behind the scenes type of thing. I can uh -huh. just pull the screen um, so you can see what's going on in there. It's like in newest stages. Where is that camera? Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm on my phone. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll just play some. It's my studio. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> yes. And that's my sign, Alexandro. Actually, let me lead it up for you. Awesome, this. <laughs> it's still bright outside. Yeah. I got some records. Got the crates too. <laughs> I got more records. I got shit on the records. And wait for it. <laughs> Anyway, I just kind of wanted to show you what I'm working yeah, on. Maybe. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm just so Thank excited you. to be here and to work on this uh, song right now. It just like gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. It's just like come with newer and newer ideas every time I sit down and listen to it, you know? No, great sounds and, and, and melodic. And uh, I think that the piano and the keyboards add so much to it. It's just such a beautiful, such a beautiful sound to have. To have that in there incorporated in what you're doing and, and so yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a vibe and an energy it really feels good that feels good it feels good yeah i definitely went through a lot of processing uh the piano and then i panned it differently so i use binaural beats also inside of my music and then uh this is gonna be one of the songs where i'm playing live while i'm djing and mm -hmm. uh, people don't know that <laughs> it hasn't been released yet but as i said this is a collab with a really good friend of mine uh, liquid fish is mm -hmm. his dj name uh, and uh, he's just so awesome as well so this is something like that i would like to finish as soon as possible to get it out there to the world not to deprive it from our artistry got you look at you dope dope i love that i love that yeah. so so uh, what do you mean exactly occasional vocalist 
What does that mean? Oh, uh, well, uh, you know, I throw in uh, some vocals here and there uh, and, you know, some sometimes it's a melodic singing or harmonic singing. And sometimes uh, it's just words uh, like my last couple of songs. Uh, I have um, the Nutcracker is uh, just know that I'm there for you. And it's just a message that I just let you interpret the way you want, you know, throughout the song. That's all it is there. Oh, it says I am the nutcracker at some point before the drop. And then the other one <laughs> is another collaboration. It's a friend of mine that just sent me some BS messages mm-hmm. on, on Messenger. And, and they were like, while well, he was drunk, you know? So I was like, okay, dude, this is gold. Can I use your vocals from these messages in my new song? And he's like, F yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. So... I did, and um, that became the last song, my newest thing that's out there. And uh, that has some uh, vocals, too, that are, uh, you know, it has, of course, it has his, like, little vocals in the beginning Mm -hmm. and in the middle, and while he's drunk and talking about his girlfriend and all that, and it's just hilarious. It's a parody of a love song. That's why I called it love song. And I released actually on Valentine's Day. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, my vocals there are just like listening to him saying yes and then saying continue uh, with, you know, just very, very minimal vocals, mm-hmm. not, not like any singing or anything like that. Uh, but previously, I had done uh, a lot more of the singing type that are more like uh, melodic and harmonic elements versus, you know, actual words. Right. And I'm planning to do more of that. Uh, in uh, my newer production so that I'm currently working on because I think that mixes very well with techno. It also some words, but again, not like whole verse and chorus and all yeah. that. Yeah. That's definitely not what I'm going for mm-hmm. with my music, you know, but I appreciate when people do, you know, like there's tons of artists. I like Bruno Mars a lot. Right. Uh, you know, he's a great lyricist and also he writes uh the songs for a lot of people that are also very successful, you know, it's just like not my genre. I mean, I would right. listen to, I have his, I bought his stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's Alice in Wonderland. I absolutely love Alice in Wonderland. And, you know, she's a trap artist. Uh, also, right. there is a niche there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was the one that I was mixing the most in like a, a couple of years ago when when I first uh, got into like all the DJ gear that I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. And she inspires me a lot. But she does have a lot of lyrics. That's definitely not my thing, but I listen to her and I'll mix her. So any day I'll mix her, even though I'm a techno artist. It, of course, I'll throw in some Alice in Wonderland if uh, it fits my set. Right. Uh, but uh, I have not really done it uh, <laughs> recently because it's just the bpm is so different and i have Mm -hmm. to go really high with my techno parts in order to like double down on her trap which is like 70 80 90 beats so i have to go to like 170 180 i have to get into the dnb uh sphere which that's why i made that song nutcracker nutcracker moves between techno and dnb and it wasn't really Alice in Wonderland the reason I created the song. It was more like uh, when I got into the festival scene last year, I saw a lot of people going nuts about D&B. And I was never really so much right. of into it. Mm-hmm. But 
I started listening to some great tracks and then I went, okay, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And then, and then see me bouncing. And I was like, okay, that's just like trap, but it's double time. Right. So then I was like, okay, well, we'll make a song that would bridge the two and I could like mix in and out whatever I want. Uh, and yeah, that's how the Nutcracker was born. Yeah. yeah. And see, so I, I guess I was asking also about your vocals. So when you say, you know, occasional vocalist, do you use your vocals? Yeah. Or, or do you just or do you just sample or use others? Uh well, the the case with the love song, there's a lot of I mean, there's vocals from you know the, the guy, my friends that right. I told you like send me these messages. Um, but they're they're not singing, they're they're just like him talking shit <laughs> uh but yes uh, on my samples uh i they are my vocal samples you know okay, i you. process okay. them i chop them up whatever i want like to fit the truck mm-hmm. and it's i have a vision and then i go ahead and record myself okay, you cool. know and cool. do the rap but uh i i use like his vocals for that i did get the permission and um you know i'm open to any kind of collaborations uh i never say no until i, I decide that this is not for me you know i was tr- so uh yeah all kinds of things like there's no what i would do or not for my music <laughs> well, well, well that's good to know so so you know i might i might have to hit you up on some things i got some yeah. ideas and stuff i've never even released you might be able to chop it up and do something magnificent with it i just got it sitting yeah 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 so so we'll have to talk about this see this is what i enjoy connecting with people i i yeah. really do this is this has just been great. I, I love this podcast and stuff. I love having conversation with people. And uh, when you're talking about being uh, influenced or inspired by things, I did a show at the Paradiso in Amsterdam when I was with Stuck Mojo. And so after we finished our sold out show, then they everybody left and then they brought in the EDM crowd, the techno crowd. And so I was like, you know, once again, it's sold out. I mean, it was packed out. So I'm just like, Wow. So I, you know, I went and took a shower and came back in there and I said, let me see what's going on. And I, my dude and I, the drummer, we stood in there and we watched and we got on the stage with the, with the DJ and we just enjoyed every single moment of it. So when I got back home, I was like, I've got to do something like this. I've got to. The energy and the aura was amazing. And that's what I don't think a lot of people understand that no matter what genre you're in, you can really, if you're into it, you can get into it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, dance music moves you. It moves you. You know, it moves you. And that's a good little plug with the little fish thing right there. I like that. That came up, whatever that was. Something came up, a little little fish thing. Oh, my battery on the phone is dying. So (laughs) what happened was like it turned off to tell me I have 10% for some reason. No, 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 it's all love. And and it makes my logo pop instead. But okay. No, 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 it's good. It's boom. It's there. (laughs) It came up. So now I'm going to move a little bit to another question. Mm-hmm. How much do you love modeling and is it as important as the music? I doubt it, but I'm going to ask that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You answered that. Uh, yeah. Well, I started modeling at a really young age to kind of support myself because as I said, I moved out of my parents' house. So I was teaching music and I was mm-hmm. modeling and uh, <laughs> people were like, oh, you're a supermodel and I don't know what, like, I'm like, no. Uh, it's not professional to say and brag about you being a model because right. you're just effing hanger. <laughs> it's not about you. You're a hanger of those clothes. And you're, 
and and if you don't if you if you make it about you then you're not professional so like too many people were like oh me this this that no no it's about the clothing or about the items you're modeling it's not Mm. about you right Uh, you know i love modeling it's it's one thing is to love what you do to make it to where it doesn't look like work at all you know Mm And another thing is to prioritize. So I always prioritize my music first and kind of going in that direction is like, does that help me with my music career? Mm-hmm. But I think uh, according to like what gigs to take uh, modeling wise, wow. as if it interferes with my music career and not helping it, I'm not going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I saw you earlier, you are a hanger when you're a model. You're you a have to, I love it. <laughs> you are for the product and not for yourself. Uh-huh. So there's like not really that much artistry. I'm really, really, really good at it. That's mm-hmm. why I get a lot of work. But at the same time, uh, my artistic interpretations are uh, totally dumbed out when it comes to modeling because, uh, you know, I could model an item or something all day long. But when it comes to, you know, expressing my art, it's not my art. It's somebody else's art or items or whatever it is that they're selling or showcasing. Mm-hmm. So, All right. Awesome. 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 So what has been the most exhilarating set that you've played to date? Huh. That's, that's such a hard question. <laughs> because, <good. laughs> you know, no, no, I'll tell you what, because like, sometimes you're just like, a, I'm going to go do the thing. Right. And I do the thing. And, Sometimes you just get in the moment and why are you doing the tank? It's like, oh my God, this right. is my life. <laughs> you know, and it's exciting versus, versus you know, I, I can't think of like a moment where like, okay, I'm so excited about it and kind of nervous. And I, I can't remember that because I'm always in the moment and kind of oh. like reading proud and i can tell you that there was there were a bunch of hilarious moments uh, that when i look back they they're not that hilarious they're more like fulfilling uh like i just remember it wasn't the last show but like a couple of shows ago it was in downtown la and (laughs) and i'm mixing and, and I'm really having a blast. It, it was just so fun. And everybody was having so much fun. And there's this guy that comes up to the DJ booth. And, and he's just so exhilarated. And in my face, like, yeah, like that. And, and I was like, dude, you know, uh, at the moment. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like, I wonder what he's on. Uh, but, but then I'm like, no, you know, guys just having fun. And and then now that I remember, like I remember almost every day about this guy because that gives me so much joy to give right. so much back to people to go them like completely ignore any kind of normality and formality and being in a box type. I need to be like this or like that, but mm-hmm. they're like going crazy, you right. know joy and overwhelmed of being super happy in the moment and that just makes me really happy you know and exchange of energy between the dance star and me right yeah when you see people release their inhibitions no inhibitions just living in the moment yeah. that that that's beautiful that's like me being on stage and, and and having the crowd know your songs and singing every every lyric every word and just vibing out and just having a ball that's a great feeling <laughs> 
It, it really is. So, so I get you. So he was just he was just feeling what you were doing. He was just in the mo in the moment. He was loving. It like in a club you know and usually things like that are more like a festival type of thing that's why i really really love festivals because mm -hmm. it's more of a not so formal as in the club where you have the bouncer and the bartenders and all mm -hmm. that it's more like there's a bunch of people and everybody's expressing themselves right however they like you know in the moment got you got you so uh, the so tell us about your school of music uh, yeah, Alexandrova School of Music is an uh, online music school, obviously. Uh, so it used to be uh, in person, and see, this guy just comes in. Welcome! Welcome! Now he's the newest edition of my dog pack here. Uh, Stop biting me! No! He just bites me, like just nibbles, not really like really bites. What's attention? What's attention? Yes, look at me, look at me. <laughs> yeah, so my music school is uh, it's also my really, really dear passion because I get to pass on my passion and inspire people. And it's just so fulfilling to me, especially uh, when I work with my piano groups. Uh, I hear stuff like, one thing is to learn. Another thing is to apply. And then a third, completely different thing is to inspire. Mm -hmm. And that's what I get a lot from my students, which like, you know, I'm, I'm not like your regular piano teacher. You know what I mean? Do scales at nine yards, eight hours a day. No, I sit down and play for you. Okay. And you get inspired and you want to do what I, I do. And I teach you how to do it. And it's right. just, a, what's the closest, the shortest distance between two points? It's right. a straight. Yeah. So you play what you like to play. So most of my students play what they like to play. And most of my teachers that work with me, they also teach this way. Mm -hmm. People play what they want to play and not what they're imposed to or they have to. And they learn all the things that they need to for that specific song uh, as they're learning the song. So you don't have to know a bunch of stuff before you start the song you want. You just like learn the stuff that you need to know for that song and that progresses you to the next one and so forth. Right, right. Because like if you tell, even a child, if you tell it what to play, it will get bored after a while, you know. And uh, if they play what they like to play, they they are inspired. And especially if you have teachers that inspire you to do better and be different and do what you like to do. Yeah. So I lot, and it really gives me a lot of uh, confidence that this is a, also a right direction because like for many years I was contemplating, okay, the school or the artist. Uh, well, they are the same thing, but different parts of the coin. Right, right. Yeah. I know I, know I have, well, I, I need to make sure that Eric Frampton, um, he's a piano tech for like Lionel Richie and he's done work with the B-52s and a whole lot of people. He was just out actually in L.A. Where is he? In New York somewhere now. He's everywhere. Wherever Lionel Richie goes, he's there with him. And uh, he's an amazing pianist. He's, he's, he's like you. You know, he, he learned piano and, and that's what he does. I got to make sure that I let him know who you are if he doesn't know who you are already. Because he's a great piano player and he's played on some of the Stuck Mojo stuff that I've done uh, with Stuck Mojo. He's, uh, he's amazing. He really is. And, yeah. Uh, and I, and I have a, a friend that's, uh, when you speak about letting the kids play, I have a friend who's a music major. He's got his master's in music, and he was a music uh, instructor at a school. And the kids just the kids just didn't want to play all that classical stuff. They just didn't want to play oh, it, you know? 
different in a school to the, the regular school. You know, it imposes certain curriculum that you need to go to. And most mm-hmm. students are there to pass a grade and not really to, to learn and get inspired. Right. So that's right there. That's why, like, my school is, is very different. It's more like a, on a private sector of things mm-hmm. where optimize versus like following different structures which i'm not saying that's that's bad thing because like i also studied at a conservatory you know have that structure it's not bad it gives you good foundation however it takes a certain parent <laughs> to you to make you sit and do that kind of stuff mm. it's not it's not a it's not it's not fun not at all and i whoever tells you it's fun is probably like older person because they forgot <laughs> But you know, it's it's a, definitely creates discipline. I I'm an advocate for that. However, you know, is it actually working in a world of instant gratification where everything is right there immediately? Boom, boom, boom. Right. To learn a classical song, oh my goodness! It takes patience and discipline every single day. Practice is a mother of all skills. So, so, so how many they- how many different countries have you blessed your talents with? as far as being a, an artist. And I know it's yeah. probably a lot, but, but you know, just guesstimate how I'm, many. Guesstimate. 20, 30. I don't, you know, I, I never like sit and count. Mm-hmm. Because it's like where I'm going to go next and what I'm going to do. Right. Versus back in the years, it's just been many years because like at first I toured as a concert pianist. So mm-hmm. that bridged later on into music production and DJing and um, my last tour was in uh, uh, I mean my last world tour not my last American tour because like I did a, a North American tour last year mm-hmm. uh, but before that it was 2019 and Santorini was part of it where I was telling you earlier about Santorini I just really fell in love with the place right uh, so I was there and then I was uh, 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 2019 uh, France as Fashion Week, so I performed there, and I was in Bulgaria, uh, performed there, uh, and also saw the parents, and I realized I can't really sit with these people more than three days. They're good when they're on the other side of the earth, they're great people, but when I'm in their house, I'm always going to be their little daughter that they're going to tell me, oh, your skirt is too short, oh, where are you going? Mm this and that so i'm like yeah i'll get a hotel and see you guys for dinner and how about right. that <laughs> i love uh, traveling very much so and uh, any chance i get to travel i will do it especially when it has to do with my music if it's not with the music i kind of feel like traveling would be almost like not that i don't deserve it but it will be a waste of time where i could be traveling with my music and tour and, and doing different things and expose my art to more people why not so that's why like for example with fashion weeks mm-hmm. where i'm Fashion weeks, I always would have to combine this and bundle it with other performances, including in fashion week and also like surrounding areas to where like it's worth for me to travel, worth in terms of not, not monetary worth, but in terms of exposing my art to as many people as possible. So I would then in the evening, I'll go and like do a race. <laughs> <laughs> So you just enjoy you you're just passionate about what you do. I'm telling you that's 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 love. Yeah. That's love, love. So we're we're, we're getting close. We're getting close. <laughs> I, see every 
every show that I've had, I've enjoyed every person that's been on. It's just like, I don't ever want to end the conversation because it's, uh-huh. it's it's less of an interview to me. It's more like a conversation and just, yeah. you know, just finding out a lot of things about you and, 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 you know, what makes you great and tick. And that's a beautiful thing. So, um, so now this is, now this is a, this is a real question right here. This is, this is a serious question. I want, I want, I want your honesty on this one. Because uh, this this means a lot. I think I've got two 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 questions like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question. Let me get to it. So, what could you say to a person who may not be a techno fan that might change their feelings about the genre? I'll just be open to anything really, and uh, without judgment, just uh, remove your inhibitions, whatever you learned before, and just being in the moment. Had happened to me like a couple of, uh, actually, it was actually already a couple weeks ago, uh, to somebody that came into my Twitch stream. Follow me on Twitch, by the way. Um, <laughs> Alexandrova. Uh, anyway, uh, so he came in and he started chatting with me while I was mixing, and I'm like chatting back where he's from, and he's like, Oh, yeah, that's really good music. What is this? I never heard anything like that before. I'm like, It's techno. So he's like, wow, I'm totally converted. So for me, that was like, okay, that's someone I don't know who, who he is, how old is he, where he's from. Maybe he told me where he's from. Maybe like I, I kind of missed it in the chat because like, you know, I'm chatting and mixing at the same time. I wasn't using the microphone. I was like chatting because I didn't want my music to be interrupted by me mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. over it like if it was house then that would be different you know we would have more space but with techno you just <laughs> so good <laughs> <laughs> awesome dude. So, awesome. So it converted right there on the stream and then he came back the next day and the next day he's like i just can't stop listening and staring at you <laughs> how about them apples huh Yes. Hey, it's all love. It's all love. Fans will be fans. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. So, <laughs> yeah, true story. You said, I'm truthful. <laughs> so, what plans do you have for music and modeling for the rest of 2022? Uh, yeah, big. <laughs> uh, anything modeling would be. Uh, you know, according to the schedule one I have for playing. And right now my schedule for playing everywhere, it's it's so packed with things that mm. I actually made a special calendar for performance. It's pink wow. in my calendars. And uh, like I have penciled down, um, I mean, like typed down, uh, like all the things that are certain that are, you know, with the positive and everything to where like those are dates that I don't touch with other things uh, for the next few months. Uh, so anything that's modeling would be filling in blanks uh, there uh, or other performances, you know, because like these are already like set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am working more in towards uh, bigger things, uh, bigger festivals, uh, bigger clubs, and uh, bigger bigger co- collaborations. And it's like all in the works already. Uh, so I might just play main stage in a camp in Burning Man. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> That'd so be it, massive. Indeed. Yeah. Well, these people don't even know what's coming at them. Wow. <laughs> For real. That would be massive. That would yeah. be. Like, so, yeah, yeah. so like Burning Man and Ultra and uh Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrowland, EDC, all that nine years is like hello. 
<laughs> Get yourself ready. I'm coming. <laughs> Alexandrova is ready for you guys. Indeed, that's love. That's love. All right, so this will be the last one, the last bullet point here. And this is an important one because when I'm out there looking, I see a lot of this. So I know you'll have a good response to this, this, this question here. So women are representing hella hard in the techno world. I mean hard. You, you see, I'm out, probably when I go out there, I probably see more women doing it. I mean, I know there's a lot of men, but women are into it. So what is it about techno music that draws so many unbelievable female DJs to it? Huh. What a good question. And they're all hot chicks, you know? <laughs> like, have you seen a, a, an ugly techno artist? No. I'm I mean, you got, listen, you got, I'm girl, sorry for cutting you off. You got, you got Sam Blackie, you got uh, Nastia, you got uh, Chalina Manuhutu, I think is how you said, uh, Marisol Garala. I, I know I'm messing up the names. Um, there's so many yeah. more people out there that, that uh, Peggy Goo's out there. Um, you know, think about all the big people. There's a lot of people out there. I know I'm missing a lot of names, but I can't remember them all. But but listen, yeah, when I see them out there doing their thing and they're into the music and they're vibing and they're loving oh, yeah. it, it's great. Yeah, and and you know what? It's it's more like in Europe than it's in uh, North America. Here we're, we're like ten years behind musically, and we are catching up. Though it's coming, it's coming. Uh, but uh, you know, majority is like. Can you see me? Like, it, there's a call again, and I don't want. You good? The, you good? Okay. No I didn't want to interrupt. It just okay. adds to it. It's, it's all love. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's a lot of sophistication, I think, in in this type of music, uh, and um, it's a different kind of crowd than any on other genre. Mm -hmm. And since it's it's really big in Europe, it's a lot of these artists that you see and hear. You know, it's more like. It's it's coming naturally, natively from from Europe, and you know, in the United States, it's more like we would say things like rap and hip hop are more like uh, like a general culture here. The majority of people and uh, bass music recently, you know, and a lot of DMB is like more underground than anything mm -hmm. else. Not so much techno and house, although we, you know, we still have plenty, but nothing like Europe. I mean, they would like book the Eiffel Tower, mm. Eiffel freaking Tower for a techno party with mm. Nina Kravitz. And it's just you vibing there. Yeah. Everybody's like in ecstasy together at the same time. And it's one big wave of happiness. And it's just so beautiful. Um, it's different. Definitely it's different uh, because of the genre is different. The vibe is different. And the people are different than like others. And again, we're not like techno genres here. It's just you said what makes it different. Like uh, it's the the way the way they vibe with the music, and you know, it just takes certain person and also the roots of where they come from. If you look at those artists, mm -hmm. so specifically those techno artists and trance. So the roots are all coming from. Things like Love Parade, like a lot of Berlin scene, that's what you see, you know, that it's like a hub. Uh, also in England, but, you know, the majority is really Berlin. Then you have the Ibiza vibes, which actually I just contacted by an agency from Ibiza. I'm really excited about this. I can't talk about this yet, but it's just so exciting. Awesome. Me playing in Ibiza, that, that would be super, super dope uh, mm -hmm. soon. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So, so yeah, women are really killing it out there, man. They 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 are really you yeah. guys. 
are really out there handling your business and 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 just creating just wonderful sounds and vibes and and the energy when you see the crowds out there just getting into the music that's what's so beautiful about it that all of these people together just vibing yeah. and having a good time nothing else crazy just having a good time and i i think that the, the states are, are are amazing but europe is europe is unbelievable and how they love music and how they receive music yeah it, it really yeah. are that uh, when you went to Amsterdam, for example, like mm -hmm. it, you were like sold out. I mean, all the venues are packed mm -hmm. and not just venues, but like the outdoor places. I mean, they have all these creative ways of making like a rave in a castle and whatever. Why don't we do that in the States? Because too many rules and regulations and I don't know, permits and all nine yards of crap that you need to go through just to make a party. Mm -hmm. But But back to like people really, really are knowing how to enjoy themselves and celebrate life in Europe versus in the States is a little bit tougher because of mm -hmm. all the rules that we have. And yeah, we do live in a free country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's my home now and I'm, I'm really, really down to establish the technoculture here uh, to be to expand it, to move it to the next level because we need that. The world needs me. The world yeah. needs us. <laughs> Awesomeness. I, listen, I truly love your energy, your point of view, your perspective. It is beautiful. And listen, this has been thank wonderful. You. This has been truly awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I really do. And so you're out in Cali and you're enjoying the California weather. Have you been surfing yet? Uh, okay. So I went surf. Uh, wow. In Florida. But uh, here is just too cold, man. Really? Water is freezing. I would go there to just like get in uh, for for help, you know, to get into the cold water. I do cold showers too, but mm -hmm. for for to stay long term in that water, it's really, really, really cold. Really cold. Like, <laughs> compared to the East Coast, very cold. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I'm I'm East Coast, so yes, indeed. But you know, it gets cool in California at nighttime. It gets it gets cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I've been out there. I've been out to L.A. and everything, and uh, I've got yeah. a. a family and friends up in Napa also. Um, you know, one of my, my guy that I played with, uh, he's real, they're real good friends of mine. I, I call them brothers. Uh, and, and he has a, a entertainment coming, distilled entertainment. That's my dude though. But anyway, it's all love. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to end this, but it's really good because it's good. She's just giving up so much great information. Ladies and gentlemen, this is live and loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is, <laughs> and my very, very special guest, Alexandrova. Did I say it right again? You did. Thank Alexandrova. You. I want to say it quick. Alexandrova. Like that. <laughs> like she says it. Thank you so much, young lady. Thank, Thank you. you very, very, very much. I've had a, I've had a great time. I always do. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs>
Are you ready to rock, Phoenix? Saturday, September the 10th, we will rock together as Live Nation and Heavy Metal Television present Alice in Chains. The Seattle Heavyweights return to the Akchin Pavilion on Saturday, September the 10th. Special guests for this show are modern rockers Breaking Benjamin and Bush. Your chance to win free tickets is now. Just visit the link below, submit your information, and you will be entered to win a pair of tickets to see Alice in Chains, Breaking Benjamin, and Bush at the Akchin Pavilion on Saturday, September 10th. Keep watching heavy metal television for your chance to win tickets to more great concerts from Live Nation. Okay, we know that if you're watching this video right now that you are a metalhead. And if you're a metalhead, why not have the app that has everything you could ever want in metal all in one place? That is the CMS Network app. Just go to your iOS or Google stores, 
look up classic metal show if you look that up you're going to get a screen like you see on the screen right here uh just install the app and you'll have everything you'll have the interviews you'll have heavy metal television you'll have four different radio stations that cover all sorts of metal you'll have 24 7 classic metal show you will have it all right in your fingertips so once again it is classic metal show in your app store whether it's ios or google look it up install it put it on your phone and carry our little network with you everywhere you go and never again will you need to surf around looking for that metal that you deserve all right so get it today